We about to we can Good morning, good morning, and happy Sabbath, everybody. Good morning and happy Sabbath. I hope you're having a beautiful Sabbath day today, uh, for this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I pray that everyone is doing well. I pray that all is doing fine on this beautiful Sabbath morning. Um, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, for it's in the house where you can find peace. It's in God's house. Um, where you can find hope. Um, these are some difficult times and we definitely need hope um, in these last days, amen? We definitely need hope in these last days, amen? Um, praise the Lord. Um, I see you, Andre. God is good um, and he is truly worthy uh, to be praised. Um, uh, just a few announcements I do wanna share with you this morning. Um, just wanna share these announcements with you this morning. Um, we are having um, a special, special day on tomorrow. As a matter of fact, there is, there is so much lined up. There is so much lined up. Um, we have our day of um, prayer that has been going on, our 10 days of prayer. Um, if Andre, if you could put that up on the screen for me, please. Amen. Um, our 10 days of prayer that we kicked this day off on, I believe it was Wednesday. Amen. Um, we've been praying early in the morning at 630. Uh, we've been meeting there on the phone line, on the Central States Conference phone line. We've been meeting there. We've been praying there. We've been going through the 10 days of prayer. Um, an awesome time, exciting time. Today at four o'clock, we will continue with this prayer time together um, where um, our prayer coordinator, uh, Pastor Eichner, as well as um, Pastor um, Keith Hackle will lead out in that program today at four o'clock. Um, you can join in on our YouTube, amen, uh, Facebook. We'll have that program. You see the flyer right there. Um, so you can just join in and be a part of that service at four o'clock today. And then at seven o'clock, um, they're having another program where we are just praying for the country. We're in a very, very, um, you know, these are very difficult times that we're in, uh, very trying times that we're in. And so we want to encourage prayer. We want to encourage all those that are able all those that are willing to come and be a part of this special time in prayer. Also, also, we want to remind you that on tomorrow, um, we're having our, um, um, should I get um, the COVID-19 vaccine? Amen. Um, the question is out. Individuals have been asking questions. Amen. About COVID-19. Um, should we get this vaccine? And so tomorrow, tomorrow, we want to encourage you to be a part of this awesome program as well, amen? Um, you'll be a part of this program where you're able to join in um, on the 16th. Matter of fact, I said uh, uh, it's January 
16th. I'm sorry about that. I said tomorrow, but it's January the 16th. Amen. At 531, I encourage you to mark your calendars for this special date um, where you can have, there's a conversation that is going on, questions that are being asked and answered. Amen. So if you have any concern about the COVID-19, um, should I take this vaccine? Should I get involved? I encourage you to be a part of this special program. Again, that's not tomorrow, but January the 16th at 530. Um, we encourage you to be a part of this awesome, awesome um, time. Also for our top family, for our top family, um, we wanna uh, remember that Sister Gabby, um, we will not be having the youth Sabbath school today at one o'clock, you know, they normally meet, they normally have their time together. So that program or that service will be canceled as um, Sister Gabby um, is not feeling well. So we have added her to the prayer list, amen. Um, and so we won't have that today, but at 2.30 today, uh, we will be having our discipleship program so we encourage you to be a part of that, um, having an awesome time doing that, so doing our discipleship time together, where we're learning even more um, about our Lord and Savior. And we even learn a lot about ourselves. Amen. Um, so at 2.30, we encourage you to be a part of that program. Also, we had a scheduled Zoom time today for our young people. Want to get all these out the way, um, all these announcements. Um, we had a special Zoom time scheduled for our young people today. Um, where we're dealing with our top sock, amen? That's right, our community initiative where we will be going out into the community where we will be serving our community um, um, with um, hats and socks and personal items, amen? Well, that Zoom session has been postponed until further notice, amen? But on tomorrow, um, if I'm remembering correctly, at nine, between nine and 10, um, Sister Lynette will meet us at the church, amen? Where we'll be able to pass out those bags to our young people, so that we can prepare for that Zoom time together. Um, and we'll go out into the community and pass those items out. Um, so mark your calendars for that as well. Monday, Monday at seven o'clock. I know it was, I was reminded today, amen, that it's in the midst of the championship. But guess what, everybody? We're having our board meeting Monday at seven o'clock. I know it's championship time. I get it, I know. So that means that we need to meet and greet and spend that time together so you can get back to your to your favorite team. Amen. I'm not even sure who's who's in it. Who, who's in it, Andre? Who's who's in it? Uh, Alabama and Ohio State. Okay. See, there you have it. See, Alabama and Ohio State. So, Amen. So, we want to encourage you to mark your calendars for our special time, our um, board meeting time at seven o'clock on Monday. Amen. As always, we encourage you to get your prayer requests in. Um, we are so thankful for those that did submit those prayer requests in early, um, but we encourage you to get those in now as we are about to transition over to our prayer time. My wife is diligently writing down those prayers. Amen. We love to take these um, prayers to the Lord. Amen. Um, and so we encourage you at this time to log those down, write those down um, so that we can take them to the Lord in prayer. Amen. So as we transition over to our stewardship time, um, we encourage you to invite a friend. We encourage you to tell somebody, share a link. Um, I know our Facebook, uh, you know, we've been having issues with our Facebook, but we are up and running. Amen. So we thank God for that prayer changes things. So let's go ahead and log those in as we turn this over to our stewardship time. Sister Carol. 
Good morning, everybody, and happy Sabbath. Today, our message for stewardship is a little bit heavy because of the um, individuals who chose to use their stewardship this week to storm the Capitol. I want to discuss squandered stewardship. If there was ever an example of squandered stewardship, this was it. Hundreds of stewards stormed the Capitol, using their time, their talents, temple, and treasure to destroy and disturb the peace of others and try the integrity of, of our democracy. Consider one CEO, we're talking about a CEO, not a teenager. And he says, after he was arrested and he knew it would get out. So it was not a genuine apology at all. He states, this was the worst decision I ever made. Indeed it was. He used all his time, his talents, his temple. In fact, he has donated more than 12,000 to this cause, $12,000 to this cause money that could be used for socks, for hats, for food, because there's so many people who are in need. But instead, he used it to further this particular um, belief or whatever they had going. The senators were squandered, squandered their stewardship too. They decided to use their talents to disavow and disenfranchise millions who voted against them. They mm -hmm. used their gift of speech, power and influence to incite and encourage violence rather than to unite and bring people together. 2020 was a year of the cross. We all bore it. Globally, we bore the pain of a pandemic, social unrest, financial instability, and the loss of so many lives. Out of all of this chaos, we saw super stewards emerge. The frontline workers, volunteers at food pantries, pantries, scientists and researchers um, cre who created the vaccines, thank you, Lord. Individuals calling their neighbors because they were concerned about them. Those who consistently and intentionally wore wearing masks so that they can protect themselves and others. Essential workers who showed up to work every day, although they were getting paid the least, they get paid the least amount of money of everybody. These were those who used who were true stewardships. And let's not forget, after that fiasco at the Capitol, there was a black janitor workers who calmly, humbly cleaned up the mess of those who would try to stifle their votes. Kudos to the super stewardships in the United States and abroad. Christians serving the six and ailing all around the world these were our super stewardships. It doesn't take much to use your time, talent, temple, and treasures for God. We have a sock um, and hat cap, a warm, warming clothes um, fundraiser for those who are without homes. Please help us out. Be a super stewardship. This year, let this year be the, the year of the Christ for you. Join Christ's side. Be on his side, do what it takes to make others more comfortable and more protected in this time. Do not use your time, talent, temple, and treasures to destroy and to try, try to tear down anything in this world. Be all about this year. Let it be the year of Christ for all of us to help us out with our sock and um, head campaign. You can contact, you can send your donation to dollar sign top giving or adventistgiving.org 
Or if you know Teresa, who is the, uh, the treasurer, you can take it directly to her home or call and someone will come and pick it up. Thank you so much. But remember all this year that this is the year of Christ. This is the year that you're going to join to be um, instructive, constructive, and helpful in the cause of God. And we're going to go back to our pastor, Pastor Fields. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Carol. Andre, if you can put that cash app back up again, if you can put that back up again, again, if you want to give, if you want to help support this ministry, if you want to help in supporting of what we're doing here and you believe God has laid that uh, on your heart um, and, and, and also um, just want to encourage you to be faithful with your giving, um, your tithe and your offering. Uh, um, this is this is the sure way. Amen. Um, of you helping out and supporting this ministry. Um, this is our cash app, dollar sign, top giving. Amen, top giving. If you wanna help support this ministry, um, you can do so at this time. And so we wanna do something for our community. Thank you so much, Andre. We wanna do so much for our community. You know, we believe that even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst of COVID, um, we are still responsible. We, we still have to be responsible to the call that God has laid on us. Uh, we cannot allow um, these type of situations stop us from doing what God has called us to do. Uh, I mean, when you think about Jesus and his ministry, he had oppositions on every time, on, on, on every side. Every corner he turned, somebody opposed him. Somebody had an issue with him. Somebody had a problem with him. But I'm so thankful that God did not allow the the um, the um, the um, situation of that time to deter him or stop him from doing what the Father had called him to do. So, Top, I encourage you and those Amen. my family, my friends that are tuning in, that are listening, I encourage you, I applaud yes. you, amen, yes. to be a part of this awesome, awesome ministry, this awesome ministry. Um, also, just want to, as my wife is steady, um, writing down these prayer requests, amen, um, on tomorrow as well um, at 10 o'clock, amen, wow. we are encouraging all of our men, all of our men, young and uh, not so young, amen, <laughs> um, to meet us at the church tomorrow where we'll be uh, moving some things around. We're getting ready for the um, the, um, the um, construction of our floor at the church. They are due to come tomorrow to start that work. So we need all men. This is an all hands on deck pro project. Um, all hands on deck project to come out to the church so we can get it situated and positioned and ready for um, those to come to take care of our floor. Amen. Amen. I'm looking at my wife. I'm looking at my wife. Amen. Um, and she is so faithful and diligent in writing these down. I do have my glasses with me. So hopefully this time around, I won't slaughter any names. Come on, help me, pray for me, talk to me. Amen. Amen. Um, so, <laughs> Amen. So, so we thank God. We thank God for spectacles. Come on, somebody. Thank you so much. It's two pages. Amen. And we thank you for your faithfulness. You know, you've been so diligent in getting these prayers into us. Um, we are just so blessed that we have a page and a half here. Um, and so we want to call these names out before the Lord, January 9th, 2021. Uh, we're praying for Sister Gabby um, Fowler. We're praying for healing. Amen. She works with our youth. We're praying for Shakira Combs. Amen. Um, Sister Rose, we want to remember her in prayer and her family. Um, Sister Nadine. Amen. We want to pray for the Elliott family, praying for the young people of top. Um, we want to remember them. <clears throat> We also want to remember um, those that are dealing with COVID. 
um, those um, who are not feeling well, Sister Elliot family, uh, her brother is not feeling well and um, waiting the results of his test. We wanna keep that in prayer, keep that lifted up. Also, we wanna pray, um, Sister Beverly, um, the top family, the COVID victims, health profound professionals. That's why we need to remember them, amen, that are out there on the front line. Um, Brother Paul and Teresa, we thank you, amen. We wanna uh, remember those that are suffering from, the, from cold. They are dealing with a little bug over there. I'm gonna call it a little bug, amen. It may not feel little, but it's a little bug. Come on, somebody. Um, and so we want to remember them in prayer. Um, Brother Harris, we're praying for the men of top that will come out. Amen. As we mentioned tomorrow um, at 10 o'clock, men, we need you. We praying that that will happen. Show up and show out. Amen. Uh, Sister Teresa, pray that um, we will still see God's hand. Amen. That's right. Praising God that we saw him and moved during um, the Capitol the storming all over, the 40,000 people praying that Christy, amen, um, 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 Grayson and Larry, um, we're praying for Dad Harris. The Brown family will be funeralizing um, Brother Brown on Tuesday. Um, and so we just want to remember those in prayer. Um, again, we know that God is faithful. Um, we know that God is able, amen. Um, we know that God is willing to do all things but fail. Um, and so we want to encourage you that as I pray, as I go before the Lord, that you too will be praying in your heart. Remember um, our conference. Amen. I want to throw that in there. We want to remember our conference, um, our, our leadership, our president. Um, want to remember him, Elder Roger Bernard um, and his team. Want to lift them up. There is so much going on in our land, the Capitol, the storming of the Capitol. And there's so much conversation about that. Um, and we know that God is still on the throne. That's one thing that we hold on to. That's, that's our defense. That's, that's what keep us insane. That's what keep us sane, not insane, but that's what keep us sane. <laughs> that's what keep us balanced. Um, yes. The fact that we know that there is a God. And yes. maybe somebody listening, somebody may be trying to figure out how in the world are we are to make it through this. Well, we can't make it by ourselves. Uh, we can only make it through this situation and through these times with the hand of God on our lives. So at this time, if you could just bow your heads with me as we approach God's throne, let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we are so thankful, so privileged, so honored to be able to come before you. And as always, every time we open up our mouths, oh God, um, it is indeed a privilege and an honor to be able to come before you. And so as we come, as humbly as we know how, we ask that you will forgive us of our sins ask that you would cleanse us from all unrighteousness and allow your Holy Spirit to move mightily over our lives. For everything we say and do, Father God, it is to bring honor and glory to your name. Not I, but Christ that dwells on the inside. And so as we come before you, Father, we just want to lift up before you the many prayer requests, the many, the, the many names, oh God, that you will cover each name, oh God, that you will cover each individual, oh God, those that are on the front line. We pray for Christy and her family, those that are dealing with COVID, those that are dealing with the cold, oh God, this bug that is going around. Word is out, Father God, that the numbers will increase, oh God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will cover us as we put the blood 
of the over our over the doorposts of our hearts and over our minds, oh God, that when the death angels show up, oh God, it will pass over us, oh God, because we're under the blood in the name of Jesus. So we're just pleading your blood over us right now, uh, watching over our children, our young people, oh God. We ask that you will be with our youth who uh, who 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 are experiencing uh, a very very trying times. Uh, there there's a whole nother world that they're dealing with, oh God. Unlike when we were children, oh God. Unlike when I was a child, oh God. Uh, these are very difficult times, even for our young people with this platform of social media and all that is taking place, news that they're receiving about our country, that when we were younger, oh God, uh, we weren't in touch as they are today. Uh, we didn't see a lot of the stuff that took place, oh God, but they're able to tap in just by turning on their phones, oh God, is able to see all the stuff that is going on in this world. And it makes a person wonder, where is God? But Father, we know as a, without a shadow of a doubt that you're not hiding from anything, that you're not a God that hides and turn tail and run, but you're right here, oh God. Your word declares that you are a very present help in the time of storm. So we know that you are right here with us. So we ask that you will cover and keep, oh God, that you allow our faith to increase, oh God, that you will allow our testimony, oh God, to be solid and about you in the name of Jesus. We're praying right now, oh God, for our church. We're praying that you will touch down right now. Many are longing to get back into the building, oh God. Many of them are longing. Many of us are longing for that fellowship, oh God. But Lord, you create us. You know what we need. You know that we are social beings, oh God. And we need to touch one another. The word of God declares to forsake not the assembly, oh God. So we need to be together, oh God, simply just to draw energy one from another, just to be able to see you and know that you are here with us, oh God. So we ask that you would touch down right now. There is so much that is happening in our country, the capital, the president, all the foolery that is going on, oh God. We ask that you would just straighten the crooked road, that you would help us find sense in all of this, to make sense of all of this, oh God, to help us not to lose our faith, oh God. So do what you do, oh God, and create in all of us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us that wherever we go oh god or whatever we do in the name of jesus your name will be proclaimed and so we are so thankful we're so privileged we're so honored again touch all of those that are battling with this virus the sickness that is plaguing the land lord we ask that you will clean it out now in the name of jesus and we'll be ever so mindful to give you all the praise honor and glory this we pray in jesus name let the people of god say amen and amen again amen at this time we do want to turn it over to our minister of music as we hear a special selection from sister beverly we thank god for you hear ye the woman of god
like you there is none like you there is no one else can touch my heart like you do i can search for all eternity long amen and find that there is none like you lord father we thank you so much thank you so much sister beverly i tell you i cannot wait to get back in the church come on People of God, I know you in your living rooms. I know you're shouting. I know you're waving your hands. I know you just enjoyed that song. I know I did. Amen. It just reminded me of those times. Amen. When we have come, when we were together in the church and we were praising and worshiping the Lord. And I'm also reminded that there will be a time when we won't be in our church such as this time. Amen. And you have to have those songs down in your spirit. You have to have them embedded in your heart because in the event we never get back into church, we need to know that there is no one like God, amen, that we can always turn to him, that he is there, that he's watching over us, that he's caring for us, amen, even when it don't look like he's caring for us, even when it don't seem like he's caring for us, even when it seems like we're all by ourselves, but because because of that connection that we have, mm, because of that relationship that we have, come on somebody, because of the times that we spent in prayer, the times that we've spent in devotion, those times that we spent when we were, when we, when 
when all else was just gone and we didn't know how we was going to pan out. And God showed it. It's in those moments, amen, that we can sing that no one, there is no one like you, God. I can search all over and I can search all eternity long and I will find that there is none like you. Mm, thank you so much. That fired me up right there. I don't know about you, but I got fired up behind that one. Amen. Just to know that there is none like him. We want to just jump into our message. I don't know about you, but after looking at the events of this week, amen, and all that is going on in our land, um, I know in our Sabbath school, you know, we talked about the lack of leadership and um, the, the idea of even following after leadership and can we trust leadership? But, you know, um, these times that we're in, it, it sets the stage for where we for where we should be and what we and what we should know. Uh, if you have your Bibles with you and if you could turn with me um, to the book of John, amen, um, I'll be reading our scripture for us today. Again, we have it here on our screen, um, the book of John, amen, um, John chapter 16, John chapter 16, and we want to start uh, with verse 25, and we'll read all the way down to verse 33, amen, uh, John chapter, chapter 16, I'm just going to pull my podium back here just a little bit amen there we go amen on uh, john chapter 16 amen and see it's, it's 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 moments like these when you when you start doing too much i'm not on camera but then all of a sudden the whole backdrop fall down and because <laughs> you're doing too much you're doing too much but john chapter john chapter 16 amen if you can turn there with me John chapter 16, and we want to start with verse 25. I'll read that in your hearing, and we'll read all the way down to verse 33. John chapter 16. Amen. It says, these things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I, I leave the world and go to the Father. And his disciples said to him, see, now you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now, somebody say now. now. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you've come forth from God. Jesus answered and said to them, do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, has now come, that you will be scattered 
each to his own and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have what tribulations. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Today, I just want to talk to us on the topic of uh, by this, we believe. By this, we believe. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we are here today. I'm declaring in the name of Jesus that your hand of protection will be upon us. As always, Father, is not I, but it is Christ that lives and dwells on the inside. You know what we need before we are in need of it. You know our every thought. You know our every plan. Uh, you know everything about us. So as we dive into this message today, Speak to us through thy word, for thy word is truth. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. Amen. God is good. And all the time, God is good. That's right. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. And it's a blessing to know that we serve a good God. Um, you know, our text today, just really after looking at the events of what's happening this week, um, you know, I was just impressed to have to come from that angle. I know all around um, Christendom and when pastors and preachers are standing in that pulpit, um, it is my prayer that we are dealing with the subjects of today, um, that we're dealing with the matters that is uh, of, of, of most relevant. And after witnessing and seeing what took place on Capitol Hill um, this past Wednesday and understanding the conditions that we're in, there are so many eyes, there are so many perspectives, there are so many lenses um, that is on this thing. There's so many, so many directions that you can come from. Um, but at the end of the day, um, we understand and know that God is still relevant and that God is still mighty. You know, I looked at this situation and I looked out and saw the individuals that were storming the Capitol, um, those individuals that took up arms and, and how they, we call it the peaceful protest. Um, and, you know, we compared that protest to, to other protests such as Black Lives uh, Matter protests. Um, and then the question came out where don't all lives matter? And we have to defend it's like every step of the way um, black has been defending black, um, be it the way we dress, be it the way we wear our hair, for those that have, uh, be it our, 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 our language, uh, our lingo, if you will, uh, whatever it is, uh, we've always been in defense of that. And so when I look at the events of what took place on this past Wednesday, of course, uh, and I'm sure I'm not by myself, um, you began to associate what was happening there 
but what has happened at other events um, similar to that when um, Blacks were trying to um, express their, their, um, their feelings about a situation um, and how um, you know, we were dealt with as Blacks. And there's so much talk, so many, so much conversation. And again, I know um, you've sat and you've dissected and you've been able to uh, um, I'll piece it together. Um, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure, um, you know, at the end of the day, we come to the same um, understanding that, that, that there are some differences, um, that there are some differences. Um, but, but what I would like for us as believers um, in these last days, that's one thing um, I believe the Lord has laid on me and one of the gifts, if you will, that the Lord has laid on me, and that is to keep things in perspective. Something, you know, I don't like to overthink stuff. That may be a bad thing. Or I, I, I don't know. But I don't like to allow my mind to run down a street and turn the corner with stuff. Um, it's easy to get confused. It's easy to get caught up in stuff. Um, and, 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 and that's not why I'm here. I don't believe God brought me into this church for me to become confused at what's happening in this world today, but for me to see what's happening in this world today and get a better understanding of who God is, if that makes any sense to anyone. And so as we look at what's happening in our land today, and as I, the Lord led, led me and directed me to this text and to this passage, um, I, he, I, I am led to believe that we believe that we do what we do because of the God that we serve. Because of what we see in this world, amen, um, it ought not to uh, cause us to um, lose our faith in the God that we serve. If anything, it ought to strengthen our faith. Uh, it, it ought to encourage us, amen, to hold on to God uh, uh, just a little bit tighter. Some say just a little bit longer, but no, no. Just hold on to him just a little bit tighter because the truth of the matter is these are some crazy times. And so here, as we look at our passage here, we see that Jesus um, have to remind the disciples that when you look out and see all of this stuff going on, I need you to be reminded that I have already overcome the world. The high, I have already handled all of that. I've already, I've already dealt with it. I know, I know it's, it's, you know, it's easy to look at our situation and see it as if nothing is being done. But when you look at it in the lens of God, he's saying it's already done. It's already taken care of. You say, but I don't see any results of it. I don't see, I don't see where it's, where, it's, where it's being handled. I don't, you know, one of the things that I had um, a problem, if you will, um, I, you know, with, with, with becoming a Christian. I used to say, I used to say a problem with God. Uh, but I have to change that because I didn't have a problem with God. I had a problem with becoming a Christian, with becoming a follower of God because of the life that I once lived. In other words, I lived the life in such a way that where I, you know, I didn't want individuals to see me as being soft. And so to me, carrying a Bible and talking about Jesus and the love of God, that, that, that was not a true reflection of who, of who I claimed to be. And so I remember in my bedroom one day talking to God and he was throwing it on me. He was laying it down on me. He was letting me know, trust me now, God will let you know without a shadow of a doubt that he wants you to be a part of his service. 
And so God and I was in the room and we was having one of those Jacob moments. Amen. Uh, where we where, where we were in battle. But 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 I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't crying. Uh, uh, I won't let you go till you bless me. Uh, uh, I was saying I want no part of this. I want to have anything to do with this. Uh, because because being a Christian is being soft, but I had to learn um, in a very loving way that being a believer in God is not being soft. This is what true uh, 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 being a woman or being a man. This is this is this is what it's all about. I had to learn that. And so I did not want to become a believer because I didn't want to be seen as someone that was soft. And I understood that God dealt with things. But he would deal with them in a very loving way. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know if you ever had to deal with anybody and you just wanted to just take them out. Come on. Let's be honest. You, you, know, the, the, you know, that individual that walk in the room and, 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 and while you weren't even aware of it, you start biting your bottom lip. Anybody ever been there? Yeah. You weren't even aware of it. You just started. But God had to remind me, God had to remind me that if I put my trust in him, that he would take care of all of that stuff, that I didn't have to worry about somebody coming behind me or, 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 or somebody trying to get revenge on me. I, I didn't have to worry about that because God said, I have overcome all of that. That's what he's saying here. That's what Jesus is saying to his disciples here in John chapter 16, John, Jesus is saying these things I have spoken to you. Now, first of all, I've, I, I've spoken to you figuratively. In other words, I spoke them to you in a way where it was really just for you because there were other individuals that was listening that I didn't want them to catch hold of. That this really is something that is really geared towards you. You know, back in back in back in slave, you know how. Uh, when our when I when when I when our ancestors when our when our forefathers when they was trying to break themselves free from the from the from the bondage of 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 the of the of the white man uh, uh, they were they were singing certain songs um, that would that would give clues and that would give insight on their next move and 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 but 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 the but the white man didn't understand what was going on. This is what Jesus is saying. He said, he said, and he said, at one point I was speaking to you. I was speaking to you in clues, but now I'm going to come direct. I'm going to speak figuratively. I'm going to come plainly. I'm going to just let it all be known. He goes on to say, but by the time is coming, he said, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you figurative language, but I will tell you, I will speak to you plainly. I will speak to you as plain as the nose on your face. In other words, you can you, you will be able to understand without a shadow of a doubt. You don't have to think, overthink it. You, you, you don't have to overwonder. Uh, you, you, you don't have to get lost in what's happening. You will be able to know without a shadow of a doubt. When I begin to speak, when I begin to share things with you, you won't have to worry about what, what did he really mean. You don't have to worry about having a board meeting or having uh, some type of meeting to discuss what was he talking about. It will be just as plain as the nose on your face. And this is what we're dealing with right now. These are the times that we're in. These are the times that we're living in where Jesus is simply just sharing with us plainly his return is imminent. 
He said, I will speak to you plainly about the father. He says that in that day, in that day, you will ask of my name and I do not say to you that I shall pray the father for you for the father himself loves you. Now, what is he saying there? What is he, what, 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 what is, um, what is um, Jesus, uh, uh, what is he actually trying to unpack for these disciples? He's simply just trying to let them know that, 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 that in that day, you will ask in me my name. You will ask in my name, he says, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. So in other words, Jesus is letting the disciples know that in that day, uh, you will begin to call on me. You will begin to ask things in my name. He said that you're going to come with your problems. You're going to come with your, with your circumstances. You're going to come with all the stuff that is going on on Capitol Hill. You have to keep in mind, brothers and sisters, that Jesus is not just speaking to anybody, but he's speaking to the future leaders of the church. He's speaking to the disciples. He's speaking to those individuals that will start this movement in the book of Acts. And Jesus is, is, is making it very clear that now you will be calling on me. You will be, you'll be calling on me in my name, will you call? And then Jesus says, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the father for you, for the father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I come from forth from the father. Jesus is saying, I'm giving you access. I'm giving you access that while you pray in my name, you can actually talk to the father yourself. Oh, yeah. He's, Jesus is saying that you can go to my father because you understand that I and my father are one. So you can talk to him. You can, you can go to him, but you go to him in my name. You know, I love names. I remember when I was a child, um, you know, my last name, my, my dad, he really, he really took, took value in that last name. And I'm not saying, I, you know, I wish, he was a, I wish dad was around today to hear this. Uh, but, you know, uh, 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 even though, you know, he hadn't always represented that name, there were some decisions and choices that he made that didn't often always reflect that name. But, 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 but one thing that my dad instilled in me, uh, he says, he says, son, he said, just because your last name began with F. Come on, somebody, you know where I'm going. <laughs> you don't need to bring those home from school. Come on, somebody. Uh, uh, your name means something. Your name means something. And Jesus Jesus said that, 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 that my name means something here. Uh, you can come to me. You can talk to me. You can speak to me. He says that for my father, my father, my father, uh, 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 he, he loves you because you have loved me. He loved you because you have loved me for the father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I've come forth from the father. Now, here we go. Let me just let me just get on into this because we have to understand that Jesus came forth from the father and have come into the world again. He says, I leave the world and go to the father. Now his disciples say to him, see, now you are speaking plainly and using no 
figure of speech. By this now we can understand what Jesus is saying. By this now we understand that 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 everything we do, my brothers and sisters, be 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 it on be it on Capitol Hill, uh, uh, be it at the bottom of the hill, uh, uh, be be it on the top of the hill, but 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 everything we do, my brothers and sisters, it has to be rooted and grounded and based in Jesus because when we move away from him when we move away from the foundation we tend to find ourselves on faulty ground the disciples are now understanding what Jesus is talking about. Oh, that's my help right there. The disciples are now understanding that Jesus, everything is based on him, that his sole purpose was to come into this world, is now to die for everybody. No longer do we come to a place, and I hope you hear me, where we make this our home. Uh, now, now we understand that out of all the stuff that we do and all the, all the plans uh, uh, that we make and all the dreams uh, 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 that we uh, 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 seek to achieve, that at the end of the day, all of this will pass away. Jesus is saying that I've come before, I'm coming again, uh, but, but this time when I come, uh, 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 it's, it's not going to be like the first time. Because I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters, uh, I'm ready to leave here. I say it all the time. I know some may feel like, well, Pastor, well, you still have some issues. Yes, I do have some issues, but I believe that, that I'm going to always have issues as long as I'm down here. I don't believe that I will live down here with no issues. There's always going to be something. It's the truth of the matter. We're in, we're in this flesh. That's an issue right there. You can, you can be a faithful tithe pair and still have evil thoughts. Mm-hmm. I know. I know everything about you. And I know somebody's watching. I know. And I'm, listen, listen, I get it. You know, everybody's not like you. You know, everybody hadn't, hadn't made it to that, to that level yet. Some of us are, are still on this here Christian journey. Some of us are still, are still making our way, if you will. Some, some of us, some of us need to pray a little more. Some, some of us need to, need to uh, fast a little more. Some of us haven't made it there yet. But I believe that when Jesus come, he says, as you see me, you will be like me. Jesus says that when you take one look at me, because you have now gotten to a place in your heart, in your relationship with me. See, a lot of us want to look on the outward, the uh, outward uh, uh, adornment and, and, and talk about how we still haven't made it there yet. We still not perfect. But let me tell you something. You can have perfect love in Christ. Oh, yes, you can. Uh, uh, you can have perfect peace in Christ. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, 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 I, I, I may not have everything lined up, but, but, but what I do know is that I will let nothing separate me from the love of God. And, and what we have to understand, my brothers and sisters, is that while we see each other and while we look at each other, uh, uh, God sees us a little bit different. God, God looks at us from a different lens. God sees us from a different perspective. That, that what God sees and what you see in me uh, will be two different seas. Amen. Uh, uh, that, that what, 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 what God uh, have for me, amen, it, it would, would be different from what somebody else had for me. 
And we have to get to that place as the disciples are now realizing their understanding now. They're able to come to this to this here understanding that now it's making sense. Now Jesus is speaking to them plainly. Now Jesus is able to have a conversation with them that now they're able to get the whole meat of the matter. By this, we believe. By the fact that, that, that we know that everything that happens is because of Christ, that, 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 that God is always working things out. So when we look at on Capitol Hill and see the confusion, by this we believe, by this we can look at all of this stuff that is taking place in the land and it causes me now to believe just a little bit more. By this, I believe by the fact now that even in my own personal struggles that God has allowed me to continue with this thorn in my side. By this, I believe. Because we know that God can remove the thorn. God can take away the hurt. God can take away the pain. But because he chooses to leave the pain, because God chooses to leave the hurt, he says, by this here simple move, I will now cause you to believe like never before. By this we believe. By this we believe that Jesus the Christ has come to this world to die for my sins and your sins. So when I look out over the land, I'm now seeing it from a different perspective. Now things are being made clear. Now things are not hidden. Now things are not under wrap. Now I no longer have to look at the puzzle and try to piece it together. Now Jesus is saying you can look at the whole puzzle. Amen. Even while it's in pieces and make sense of it. That's what I love about my God because we don't always have to connect the dots in order for it to make sense. Sometimes God will just give you that insight. While everybody else is still sitting around the table trying to figure it out, God has already given you insight to know what exactly is going on. And that's what we see on Capitol Hill. Come on, my brothers and sisters. Let me just help us out with this. This is no more than another step in Christ's coming. Mm. Uh, with, with, with all and, and, and again and again uh, uh, we can dissect it uh, we can talk about how the whites are treated versus the blacks are treated which I, I, I don't oppose any of that because I'm right on the matter of fact I'm leading the charge I remember when I was in Minnesota and the George Floyd the situation took place I was out there on the front line devastated at what I saw when I returned back home and, and saw the chaos right down the street from the church I was pastoring and saw how the police station that, 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 that was set ablaze just a few blocks down the street from the church I was pastoring. And, and as I rode my bike through and saw all the chaos and saw all the, 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 uh, the uh, disorder and, 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 and saw all of the pandemonium, it just took me by a place, took me to a place. Fast forward, was that another, my wife and I was downtown Minneapolis as we were enjoying that time together and we see police cars flying down streets left and right and my wife and I decided to pull over and come to find out there was another shooting. The word came that a police officer just killed another black man and to our surprise, we didn't know at the time 
that the young man came out that he took his own life. And as the police uh, uh, rallied, as the police uh, stood there, I began to have a different look on the police. Now, I have to say this because it, it really took me to a place. Because as I stood there and I watched the police as they, as, they, as, as they lined up, I'm right there standing face to face with the police in their gear. And the truth of the matter is, I have to say it, I have to be honest with you, the truth of the matter is, the police officers, as they stood there, you can see fear in their eyes. You can see that, 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 that they have families too. And I began to have compassion. I began to speak to the police officers and let them know that I'm, I'm a pastor and I'm praying for you. I, I began to see things in a different light now. Just a couple days or so after that, driving down the street, coming through a, 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 a rule county huh, with my family coming from Mississippi and police get behind me. And I had a problem with that. And I'm gonna be honest with you, my brothers and sisters, the, the love and the compassion that I had for those police officers that were standing there in their gear uh, uh, trying to diffuse this mob was a different feeling when that police like when those lights came on behind me. Now I'm no longer talking, I'm praying for you. Now I'm thinking, is this it? Wife in the car, I'm mad because I wasn't speeding. I wasn't driving recklessly. I was minding my business. And he turned his lights on and got behind me. And I had a problem with that. Now, mind you, my wife in the car, my daughter's in the back seat, and he asking me for my information. I got to be honest with you. I asked him why. Why you pulling me over? I wasn't doing anything. I need to see. No, you don't need to see nothing. My wife's saying, honey, just give him that. I ain't giving him a, I'm not giving it. Daughter in the backseat crying. They got cameras rolling. I had a problem. At that point, I realized that there was a difference when you're dealing with the police officer. When they put the lights on, it's a whole different feeling that comes over a black man than it does with a white man. Because I felt like my life, I'm on a dark road by myself. And to make, and to make it even worse, another police officer speeds up in a very, in a very aggressive way and whips around behind us. Now I'm like, oh, it's going to be on today. If it's going to be it, then it's going to be it. But I'm not going out like that. Not today. My wife had to calm me down. I finally gave him my information. He comes back. He tells me my, my brake light was out. And that's why he pulled me over. At first, I thought to get out and look at it to make sure, because I thought I couldn't believe him, but I figured, no, nah, I better stay in here where it's safe. <laughs> but it's a different mindset, my brothers and sisters. We're living in a time where there is so much going on, and Jesus is simply saying that these things right here that we are experiencing ought to draw us closer to him. 
It ought to draw us closer to him. Not to push us away from him. We have a responsibility even in these last days. We made it to 2021 and we popped the, the, um, the, the bottles and we, and we celebrated and we drank the sparkling juice and we, and we hurrayed and we've had communion and we just, you know, we're in 2021. But guess what? We did the same thing when we entered into 2020 and nobody knew that in just a matter of months, Just a matter of months. We don't know what's around the corner, but what we do know is that by this that we are experiencing, we can see that God is still on the throne. By this, we believe now that when I look around and see a president that shows no remorse, a president that shows no coof, a president that has felt like he could do what he wants, say what he wants, when, when, when we live in a country that is void of leadership, I can still turn my eyes to the leader of leaders which is Christ. So when I look and see a land where people are hurting, I can now turn to a God that is able to heal all hurt. By this, I believe that God is able to do it. By this, I understand. By this, I realize. So when bills are due and when trouble shows up and when trials seem to come to my doorstep, it's by these very moments, by these very scenes that hold me rooted and grounded in a fact that God is able, that God is willing, and that all things work together for the good of them who love him and who are called according to, my, to his purpose. I realize now that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I, I realize now that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So when I look and see all this stuff unfolding by those very moments, by those very things, I am able to stand strong. I'm able to stand and look to the hills from which cometh my help because my help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. By this I believe. I believe that God will not allow the circumstances overtake me. I believe, my brothers and sisters, hear me now, that although the world is in a chaotic state, that God still have his finger on the pulse of his people. He may not allow certain things to happen. He may not allow some things to happen. But whatever he allowed to happen, he weighed it out and he checked it out. So whatever the problem is, whatever the case may be, I realize and I recognize that God have me in the palm of his hand. Just like he told me years ago when I was up in my room, he said, just give it to me. Let me handle it. My brothers and sisters, that's what we have to do. Because no matter how you cut the cake, at the end of the day, the cake is cut. You can take that very cake that you just cut, throw it on the ground, step on it, and mash it up. The cake was still cut. Hey, and once you cut it, you can't fix it. We have to learn how to just let God be God. And even in the midst of all this, am I saying we all not to do it? No, we still need to speak up. If there's rallies, I'll be right there. I'm all in 101%. 
but I'm in there with an understanding that I'm there for a purpose. I'm not just there to be seen. I'm not just there to be heard, but I'm there. I'm on a mission all the way from heaven. So God, what is it that you will have me to do in 2021? Because we don't know what's about to jump off. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Are you ready for what's about to happen? I, I, I'm just saying. Because we weren't ready for 2020. Now, but prayerfully, 2020 has gotten us ready for 2021. Hallelujah. Because at the end of the day, when this stuff jumps, we got to be ready. So God has allowed us in 2020 to get in our homes, to get in a prayerful state. God gave us all of that time in 2020 to get our house in order because I guarantee something's about to jump. And if you allow 2020 to just put you in a place of numbness, you may not be ready for 2021. By this, this very thing that we are experiencing today, we believe. We believe that Jesus is still the Christ. We believe that he that shall come will come and will not tarry. There may be somebody here that that needs to make that decision. <laughs> there may be somebody here that needs to get their house in order. You may need somebody to pray for. You may need a pastoral visit. You may even be looking for Bible study. Well, this is how you can contact us. We have a website that you can just email us. Amen. Email us and we can come back. We'll get back with you. There are, and, 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 we just, and, and we'll be able to touch bases with you and be able to connect with you because our desire is to be a people prepared to receive him. You can overcome this year and even last year because the truth of the matter is we are carrying last year, we over to this year. And God is saying, we're going to have to come out of it. So if you require a, a, a pastoral visit, or uh, just to connect with me, amen, this is how you do it. If you need Bible study, if you just need someone to just, 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 just to just be of an encouragement to you, that's what we want to do here at Top, Tabernacle of Praise. And we will be ever so mindful to continue to give God praise, honor, and glory. So if you're that person, just send us a message and we'll reach back out to you. Let us pray. Father God, again, we thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. Uh, we recognize, Father, that these are some very difficult times that we're living in. And as we look around and see, Father God, that all the stuff that is happening, that it, we keep things in perspective, that this is, this, is, this is why we believe. This is why we're here. It's these very things that is it's it, it, what Jesus spoke of, uh, scriptures being fulfilled. Uh, it, it, it's these moments right here that, that solidifies our faith. Not to run, not to, not to hide, not to, not to tuck tail and run, but to stand even more solid in, your, in what we believe. To become even more determined in our walk with you. Not, not, to, not to become discouraged, but this is a time for us to stand for what is right. By this, my Lord, we believe. 
So as we continue to move, if there's somebody, oh God, we ask that you would have them reach out to us as we reach back out to them. Again, we thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing and what you're about to do. In Jesus name, we pray that the people of God say amen and amen again. Again, we want to thank you so much for spending this time with us today. I pray that something was said that would draw your hearts closer to our Lord and Savior. But we do believe here at Tabernacle of Praise that we serve a living God and that he that shall come will come and will not tarry. So until we meet again, keep the faith, hold up the light, and always remember by this we believe. Well, I forgot them.